Yo, 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 welcome back once again. Today is Tuesday, August 3rd. This is episode 48 of the Alcast, the Ottawa Valley's number one football and fighting podcast, among other things as well. We've got some other sports going on right now, of course, the Olympics and all kinds of off-season news, basketball, free agency is hot as all get out right now, and yeah, we talk a little bit about everything on the show today as we work our way up to episode 50. As always, though, we start the show off with some boxing as I've been away for 10 days, so I missed some stuff to talk about. I'm sure you guys have heard the news by now, but eh, just reiterate it to y'all and give you my spin on things. So um, in a big heavyweight contender fight, Joe Joyce became the WBO uh, mandatory contender for the belt as he beat Carlos Tackham in a six-round stoppage uh, using his range and great punches. Tackham was showing some good head movement in that fight, but eventually Joe landed a big right hand on him, uh, got the legs a little wobbly. Some people saying it was an early stoppage in the sixth round as uh, uh, Tackham never hit the ground, but I think it, it would have it wouldn't have gotten any better for him. As Joe was starting to really turn up the pressure and Tackham was starting to fade a little bit into the later rounds in the fight. And if it hadn't gotten stopped there, I could have easily seen it getting stopped in the 7th or 8th round by a uh, more devastating knockout. So ref doing his job there, I think, and saving Tackham the extra punishment and maybe giving him a couple extra fights on the tail end of his career here. So I think hindsight 2020 Tackham might end up thanking him but right now it's obviously a little bit of salt in the wound for him as he was upset about the stoppage but nonetheless Joe Joyce moving on uh people pitching names like Andy Ruiz Dillian White uh, Derek Chisora out there in the mix or he could just stay back in the cut and wait to see how some of these other big heavyweight fights shake out for his mandatory title shot but I imagine He'll want to stay active and have another fight before the end of the year here as he's getting a little long in the tooth. Um, you know, I think he's 34 or 36, something like that. And his promoter, Sam Jones, saying that he'd like to see him wrap it up before 40, maybe get the title, get a win, and get out of the game. But... Yeah, Joe Joyce, one of my favorite heavyweights to watch stylistically in boxing. Other news, of course, we have Olympic boxing going on. Uh, Caroline Dubois was just upset. She was a Team GB Great Britain standout. Obviously sister of Daniel Dubois, and that's a whole boxing family. He has another younger brother who will be coming along for Team Great Britain as well. Pat McCormick, who was a favorite to win the Olympic gold, uh, just... Uh, came up short and got a silver medal to a Cuban boxer, janked up one of my uh, my Olympic boxing parlay I had, picked five winners, three on Team Great Britain, one Cuban and one Ukrainian, but uh, I was sad to see him come up short there. I could have won potentially a bit over three grand on some Olympic boxing. I was doing well up until that point, but oh well, what can you do? And the YouTube boxing continues as we see 
uh, former UFC middleweight champion Anderson Silva potentially in contract negotiations against Logan Paul, uh, who's coming off that fight with Floyd Mayweather, exhibition fight. You know, shouldn't even really call it a proper boxing fight. And he's Anderson Silva's accused him of hiding behind exhibition rules in their contract negotiations. So we'll see if that gets made sometime soon. I imagine if he does want to fight Logan, that is, uh, he'll want to keep up his momentum and get this fight before the end of the year probably October I could see something like that happening because his brother Jake will be fighting in August and I expect him to get one more fight before the end of the year as well as he's raking in all kinds of dough right now doing this boxing um more Olympic boxing bouncing back here Moroccan boxer <laughs> tried to bite a boxer from New Zealand in a big fight recently in the Olympics can't be doing that boy can't be pulling a Mike Tyson uh, Irish boxer injured his ankle celebrating a win in the quarterfinals and had to withdraw from uh, the competition unfortunately for him don't be jumping around doing flips and crazy stuff after you win I've been saying that in the UFC we've seen Guys blowing out their ACLs and MCLs and ankles and all kinds of stuff. Celebrating wins, like doing weird stuff. Just stay on the ground, man. Pro boxing and MMA tip. Stay on the ground after you win. Do a couple of fist pumps. That's it. Stay on the ground. <laughs> um, De La Hoya... Set to make his big comeback fight against another former UFC middleweight contender, Vitor Belfort. Or as I call the match, cocaine versus steroids. <laughs> Oscar De La Hoya, famous for uh, his outside-the-ring shenanigans. Um, big fan of the fishnet stockings, Oscar De La Hoya. And Vitor Belfort has uh, looked like he's gone back on that Brazilian beef jerky, if you know what I mean. And he's looking jacked up. He's dropping TikTok boxers and sparring right now and um I don't know if De La Hoya how, how that's going to shape up obviously De La Hoya's got the boxing skill and ring experience hasn't been in there for a, a long time and hasn't probably been living the life outside the ring Belfort was pretty out of shape when he first started this training camp and he's a lot bigger obviously but he's also probably chinny from what I've seen at the end of his MMA career. So I could see De La Hoya getting a relatively early stoppage there. Uh, back to real boxing. Let's talk some more about that. Jamal Herring, or Jamel Herring, excuse me. Uh, he had a big lightweight fight announced with Shakur Stevenson, who is managed by Andre Ward, one of the big contenders at lightweight right now in top rank. Uh, a lot of people say he's the next big thing going on there. Um, that's a big matchup. Probably the toughest test of Shakur Stevenson's young career thus far. Jamel Herring, no joke, former Marine, uh, former title can, or world title world champion boxer. Um, that's at 130 pounds. Booked for the next couple months. Um, Tommy Fury, Daniel Dubois has been announced that they'll be on the undercard of Jake Paul's fight coming up here in the end of August. I believe that goes down August 28th. Um, a France boxer was disqualified at the Olympics for a headbutt and then 
staged a protest where he refused to get out of the ring. Um, went on crazy rants and was going off. He was very upset, but nonetheless, can't be headbutting people. And Connor Ben, big UK welterweight, future title contender, no doubt. Uh, his fight got pulled. Would have been, I believe, this past weekend with Adrian Granados. He was just a few days out from that fight and popped for COVID, unfortunately. And that fight's looking to be rescheduled for maybe the end of August or something like that. I believe Matchroom wanting to get them a quick turnaround and get those guys in the ring together on one of these other cards. And uh, Eddie Hearns also talked about recently wanting to announce Dillian White's upcoming heavyweight fight, but it will be based on around the Canelo Alvarez decision because he doesn't want to put them on the same weekend, obviously, and take eyes off another, both guys being tied to matchroom recently. So look for uh, Canelo Alvarez and Dillian White's next two fights to be getting announced here probably in the next week or two, I imagine, which will be big news for the heavyweight and super middleweight division, or potentially light heavyweight, as uh, Canelo's expressed interest in getting uh, more action in a higher division as well. If these fights with um, Caleb Plant can't go off, you know, there's other names at super middleweight, like David Benavidez, could be an interesting fight, or uh, I don't know who's there at light heavyweight at the moment. I'm, I'm not as familiar with that division. Anthony Yard, Lyndon Arthur. There's some matchups up there as well. Is Boatsy or is he a cruiserweight? Anyways, let's go to the world of MMA. Enough boxing. We've talked about quite a bit there, giving you guys some stuff to chew on. Look forward to more Olympic boxing and uh, some cards coming up. Obviously, Joshua Usyk as well, which I didn't mention, is coming up here in August. And uh, look for Anthony Joshua to pick up a fairly dominant decision there. As I think Derek Chisora gave Usyk all kinds of problems at heavyweight. And I think he's just kind of... Tyson Fury's referred to him as a blown-up cruiserweight, which he pretty much is. And you can't do that and compete against the best of the best of the natural-sized heavyweights thing. I think you're just kind of uh, putting yourself at a disadvantage. But... He did all he could do at cruiserweight, so I see why he's doing it, but he's going to have a really tough time with Joshua or um, Tyson Fury. Guys with, like, well, he might actually be wilder because he only packs a lot of power and Usyk's really technical. I think I'd give Usyk the edge there, but I think uh, even if he rematched Joe Joyce Usyk, they fought in the amateurs, and I think Joe Joyce would give him a lot of problems size-wise now anyways and he'd be wanting to get that win back for sure that that could be a potential good fight in the future seeing those guys back in the ring together anyways like i said let's talk about some mma now uh so let's say a quick happy birthday to my favorite ufc fighter middleweight champ israel adesanya uh, he turned 32 recently putting an instagram post saying that He's picked up a lot of new experience skills on this 30-second trip around the sun. And quote-unquote, all you other middleweights are fucked. <laughs> so look for him to reign at middleweight for a while, obviously. His rematch 
with uh, former middleweight champion Australian Robert Whitaker will be coming up in the next few months. I believe is that for the end of September or October, sometime like that. I don't know if it's even on the books yet, but that has been announced as the next middleweight fight for the championship belt. And I think Adesanya's got him again in that one. I think just Whitaker doesn't match up well with Adesanya as his most of his game is on the feet, and that is Adesanya's specialty. That's where he wants to fight, even though he's uh, always adapting and improving some of his other skills. We saw a lot of good sweeps and uh, stand-ups in that fight with Vittoria. I was very impressed after many people saying after the um, Jan Blockwitz fight that he'd been exposed on the ground, but I don't think that's the case. I think there's just a size difference, uh, potentially uh, his he was starting his cardio was starting to go towards the end of that fight as well and just the wrestling and top pressure and Jan Blockwitz is an underrated black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu as well that he was just uh overwhelmed by the size and strength on the ground especially when you have gravity really working against you down there but he was winning a lot of the striking exchanges on the feet but Jan's power was a lot on the feet for him as well. I think if he wanted to move up to light heavyweight again, he could do it against a different opponent and definitely get some wins. But to go against guys like Jan or John Jones back in the day, he might need to beef up a little bit. There's a big size difference between Adesanya, even though he's a big middleweight, than some of these uh, light heavyweights who are cutting down from like 230 plus sometimes probably <clears throat> and speaking of middleweights uh, another middleweight bout was announced for october 23rd paulo uh drunk off wine costa versus the orc marvin vittori will be going down uh geez these two blockheads going against each other i don't know i almost lean towards costa as i feel like He's got a bit more power striking-wise. Uh, if Vittori could get him to the ground, though, he might just do some ground and pound and use his wrestling to win that fight. But it'll be interesting nonetheless. And Bellator MMA, we saw AJ McKee get a big upset win over Freyte. Uh, Patricio Pitbull, which janked up another one of my fight parlays as I had put some action on Freyte to win that fight on a big MMA and boxing fight parlay. So thanks for that, McKee. Uh, shows me to put money on fights that I don't know that much about. Um, all I knew is that Patricio Pitbull was a good fighter and had had some success against good guys. And I'd seen some of his Bellator fights before, but I really didn't know that much about AJ McKee. So there's a betting pro tip for you guys. Don't even if you know about one fighter, you got to know about both fighters if you want to put money on it because it's all about matchups. Because even that happened to me with the Uriah Hall-Sean Strickland fight, which went down on a UFC fight night recently where I put money on Uriah Hall. Even though he's kind of hot and cold in main events especially, he seems to wilt under the spotlights a little bit. And Sean Strickland got a really dominant uh, win over him, stopping him early in that fight and I really didn't know that much about Sean Strickland being honest but I sure do now uh, Sean Strickland saying he wants to be 
catch a body in the ring. Um, I don't know about all that. Uh, Derek Lewis is fighting this coming weekend in a main event for the interim heavyweight title against Cyril Ghosn, uh, Francis Ngannou's sparring partner, and uh, he's coming off quite the win streak in the UFC heavyweight division, I believe. And uh, I just thought the odds were a little odd because Derek um, Lewis is a plus 250 underdog. I like those odds. I want to try and get in town this week and get a little prepaid credit card so I can make a nice little parlay on this weekend's UFC as I see about six fights that I want to put a little action on. I'll talk about some of those here, actually. Um, yeah, on that card as well, in the co-main, Jose Aldo is going against against uh, Pedro Munoz. I got Aldo winning that fight. Vincente Luque is going against Michael Chiesa at welterweight. I got Luque winning that fight. Angela Hill is going up against Tisha, Tisha Torres. I got Angela Hill winning that fight as an underdog. And Song Yadong is going up against Casey Kenny. I believe Yadong is an underdog there as well. And I got Yadong. So if I get all those right, I could make bank, bro. I might put like $50, $50 on that if I can. We'll see. We'll see. That might be the one parlay to rule them all. Uh, other MMA news, uh, Poirier, Dustin Poirier, the diamond announced that if he were to win the lightweight title in his next fight against Charles Oliveira, he might potentially retire as that is his, um, what would you call it? Penultimate goal in fighting is to be the lightweight champion of the UFC. And it's really the only thing left for him to do at this point of his, uh, long career. Obviously, with these last couple of matches with Connor and his other big fights, the guy's been a main event fighter for a long time for the UFC. And you got to believe he's uh, just as smart outside the ring as he is in the ring. So I'm sure he's been good with his money and his investments. He's obviously done a lot of charity work with his Good Fight Foundation. And now he's uh, the hot sauce baron of the UFC as well. So... Uh, big fan of the Diamond Dustin Poirier. I, I really hope he, he gets that title against Charles Oliveira. That's a tough matchup. Charles Oliveira is a tough matchup for anybody, but uh, it'd be a nice fairy tale ending for the Diamond to go out on top like that. No need for him to fight Connor a fourth time unless it's just for a big bag. But um, yeah, Connor will never beat Dustin, man. He's just a Irish Instagram model piece of shit talking ill about people's dead parents but yeah let's not give him any more spotlight than he needs um islam makachev versus rafael dos anos was announced for october 30th at ufc 267 uh, cody no love is to make his flyweight debut against kai kara france a stable mate of city kickboxing israel adesanya's gym in new zealand um Big news for Cody Nolev trying to get a little fresh, um, what would you call it? Just new start on the career, dropping down a division, which is crazy because I thought he was a big bantamweight. But we'll see how he looks at 125, I guess. Uh, we mentioned Strickland beating Uriah Hall. And da, 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 I think that's about it for the MMA news for this week.
Hope you guys get some money off those UFC 266, yeah, 266 picks, I guess. There's a 265. I apologize for not knowing, but the card this weekend on Saturday with Derek Lewis. Uh, let's rattle off some football picks, or football news, uh, pardon me, relatively quick here. I don't want this to go too long, the first pod after vacation. I think it's going smoothly so far, though. Uh, in the NFL, of course, we got to start off with my Ravens. We just announced signing offensive linebacker Justin Houston, formerly of the Indianapolis Colts and Kansas City Chiefs, uh, bolstering our defensive line, which is nice as it was pretty young looking and uh, needed a little work still after last season. I gave a quick peek to Justin Houston's stats from last season. I believe he was injured for some of it potentially as he's a, a veteran probably rest him a couple games during the season if he can don't want those uh, long in the tooth defensive linemen or linemen to play every snap I don't think but Justin Houston did have eight sacks last season so averaging half a sack a game during the season um, not bad I, I should have looked at how many games he actually played but I'm not sure and, uh, yeah, excited to see what he can do in Baltimore. Um, the season opener will be the America's team, uh, the 8-8 eight and eight champs, Dallas Cowboys against the defending Super Bowl champs, Tommy Touchdown and the Bucks. Uh, look for them to be a big favorite contender for the Super Bowl again this year. Tom Brady making lots of references. This could potentially be his last year in the NFL, so I'm sure he'd like to go out getting one more ring if possible, add to uh, his collection. Yeah, have almost one for every finger on both hands if he does. Um, I don't know what that says. It, I have a note here. I just see sign 1.5. or Oh, it's not 1.5. It's LJ. Sign Lamar Jackson to a 10-year deal. <laughs> That's another Ravens little tidbit I just added as a bonus because I heard there's rumors that he could be potentially getting paid anywhere between 40 to 45 million a year in his next contract which I wouldn't be mad at because I just said just give him as much money as possible man he pays he plays two positions at elite level he is a running back and he is a quarterback and he does well at both like people talk shit on him for his passing but it doesn't even make sense when you look at some of the numbers of these so-called potential elite quarterbacks like he has just as many passing touchdowns he barely throws any picks maybe one or two picks a season um obviously his deep ball could use a little work but his short to mid-range passing game is on point if you watch the film like i watch pretty much every game baden he's good at passing like don't talk shit about his passing and he's the best runner, and it's not even close to any other quarterback ever, period. The only one who ever came close is like MVP season Cam Newton, right? And he wasn't even that close, so stop talking shit. He should be the highest paid player in the league, and he should stay in Baltimore for the next 10 years. So shut your mouths, Lamar haters. You don't make sense. You're dumb. You're a momo. You just hate on him because he probably ran 100 yards and threw for a couple of touchdowns on your team last season and made you look stupid on tape. And that's it. Okay? Uh, anyways, 
preseason starts August 5th coming up here uh, with the Cowboys taking on the Steelers. Um, we talked about Brady alluding this could potentially be his last season. Uh, new Indianapolis Colts quarterback Carson Wentz has just announced that he'll be out 5 to 12 weeks with a foot injury that will require surgery on the foot. Um, bad for Carson Wentz there as he's definitely getting slapped with this injury-prone label now after uh, coming off a big knee surgery not that long ago. This foot surgery now um, leaving Philly to go to Indianapolis and getting replaced on his last job there. And you know the NFL, how it works. If this next guy in the depth chart starts to look good at the start of the season and uh, Carson's out for a few games, it might be uh, he might be staying on the bench for the whole season, potentially. So I wouldn't p- pick him up on your fantasy teams if I was you guys. Aaron Rodgers showed up, had a uh, press conference in Green Bay talking about his contract holdout situation and his point of view on things, saying that he disliked how veteran uh, players and good locker room guys were treated as they uh, left Green Bay. Uh, some disrespect there on behalf of the top of the organization to some of the uh, best guys in the locker room, saying that he wishes he had um, more say in some of the personnel decisions that were getting made and just more communication, I think, with uh the Green Bay um, elite brass at the top, GMs, that kind of thing, as uh, Aaron Rodgers um, making a stand for his teammates. And uh, I think his stock really went up after that press conference, even though it was already high. uh, I'd say he's still a top three, top five quarterback in the league. Uh, Also, Baltimore Ravens news. I looked at the odds for them to win the Super Bowl is at plus 1100 right now so you put 20 on that you could win like $1200 or something like that. Uh it's not good enough right now. I almost hope they take an L or two early in the season so those odds get adjusted a little bit and I could get them at like plus 2500 or something like that and I'd still put some action on them to win the Super Bowl. They're a top 4 team uh favorite wise to win right now. Um Bills have potentially said they could go to Austin, Texas. They're having some problems in Buffalo. Uh, I don't know, something about their stadium, this or that. New York Giants have cut Kelvin Benjamin in training camp for off-season weight gain issues, which have been kind of a a staple of his NFL career so far as, uh, I believe, Carolina was where he was before, talked about that and potentially even moving him to tight end or something, or God knows if he gets too big, they'll put him on the line. Uh, Kelvin Benjamin, you got to hold it together, man. You're a wide receiver, boy. And uh, I was just thinking it's ridiculous, like how you do that when you're like a elite athlete getting paid millions of dollars and like a big part of your job is just staying in shape. Like you give me like 100K and I'll fucking have a six-pack year-round, bud. Um... Xavier Howard, uh, what would you call him, a top 10 corner? He's an elite level corner anyways for the Miami Dolphins, has requested a trade from there. Uh, Deshaun Watson has shown up to the Houston Texans training camp, essentially, so he just doesn't get fined for missing uh, mandatory training sessions where he could lose 
50 grand a day if he doesn't do that but still wanting to leave Houston obviously hasn't come to terms with them uh, I look for them to potentially move to Sean Watson out of there especially if some of these off the field issues with him get settled probably make it a bit easier for them to move him and if a team early in the season starts having some quarterback issues which always seems to happen with just either poor performance or injury Saints wide receiver Michael Thomas is to miss uh, potentially the start of next season with an ankle injury, maybe one or two games out there. Uh, bad for Michael Thomas as he's coming off one of the worst seasons of his NFL career at wide receiver. And the Saints will need all the help they can get with longtime quarterback Drew Brees retiring recently. So... Look for the Dolphins and the Saints to have a bit of a difficult start to their seasons, potentially with some of the turmoil we've seen announced there. Going a little long here, but fuck it, we got some other news. We'll just rattle off real quick around the NBA and whatnot in free agency. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George both announced that they will be going into free agency, test the market instead of just stay automatically with the Clippers after their disappointing exit from the playoffs last year. Both those guys could potentially be top of the market free agency. Interesting to see where they turn up. I hope uh, Kawhi or potentially Paul George end up in Toronto would be nice. Um, Chris Paul got paid by the Phoenix Suns. Good for him after he had a very uh, underpaid contract for their playoff run they made to the NBA Finals this year, eventually losing to the Bucks. But he got a four-year, $120 million contract from Phoenix. Good for Chris Paul at the end of his NBA career here, staying in Phoenix, making another run for the NBA championships next year, potentially. Um... The Raptors, my boys, signed Gary Trent Jr. after they traded for him at the trade deadline this year. They got him on a three-year, $54 million deal. Um, Obviously, Russell Westbrook, Dwight Howard ending up at the Lakers, them sending Kuzma and a first-round pick and some other guy out of there for him. It's a crazy deal seeing now LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook on the same team on the Lakers. I never thought that would happen. Um, Lonzo Ball signed a big four-year, $85 million deal with the Bulls. And in some more Olympic news, Canadian Andre DeGrasse got a bronze medal in the 100-meter, 200-meter sprint, something like that. Uh, happy for him, even though Canada is only 16th in the medal count right now with 14 medals. I hope they improve to top 10. It would be nice. Uh, Vander Kane, San Jose Shark player in the NHL, has gotten a little trouble with some gambling issues. Talking about him gambling against his own team during games during the regular season, um, having outstanding gambling debts in the six and seven figures with casinos and whatnot so he's being investigated by the nhl right now for some of these allegations could obviously be quite serious facing either a long-term suspension or expulsion from the nfl if uh, some of that stuff turns out to be true Um, other olympic stuff the venezuelan Women's triple jump record was shattered by Venezuelan Rojas. Um, 
beating a record that hadn't been broken since 1995, I thought was interesting, uh, adding a significant amount of distance onto it as well in her last attempt. And a Belarusian sprinter was bounced from the Olympic Games after making some complaints about Olympic coaches or something like that. And she said she was taken to the airport against her will and uh, given like a Polish visa or something like that. And they're harboring her or something as uh, there's some issues with her in Belarus now. It's a pretty wild story. I'd like to see how that develops. But um, yeah, obviously all kinds of drama in the world of sports. So as always, appreciate you guys for listening. Um, Sorry for being away for 10 days. I was up in northern Ontario, no internet and all that. But I uh, give you a little bit of an extended episode from what you're normally used to on the podcast this week. And uh, stay classy out there. You know, throw them punches, throw them wheel kicks. Put that truck stick down on the haters in life. I got a half marathon coming up September 11th. I'm hard training for right now, running four days a week. Uh, gyms are back open, so I'll be back in there this week for sure when I can. And, uh, yeah, find me at Alex Adams on Instagram. That's Alex spelt with a 3 instead of an E and a 5 instead of an S. Uh, the Alcast on YouTube will have a reduced version of the podcast as well as vlogs from my training and uh, daily life up there as well. Anyways. See you guys, episode 49, sometime next week. We'll be breaking down the UFC and boxing events. And as always, I'm sure we'll have some developments in football and some of this Olympic news as well. Peace out, guys.